Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So thank you so much for joining us today. We would love if you'd love leave a review um, down below. Those five-star reviews really do help us a lot. Uh, but before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Can't say enough great things about the people up in, in oh gosh, where are they? They're, I know it's a suburb of Minneapolis. Um, I'm going to have to look that up before the next podcast. But um, great customer service, so easy to set up and break down. It is, uh, you know, I, we own three of them. That's, that's probably... Um, I've had a lot of people come and try to sponsor this podcast, but I only do sponsors that I truly believe in. And I believe in Dr. Dish. I also believe in teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is my baby. It is what allows all these podcasts to go out and stay free and to all of you. So, um, you know, several ways you can help us out by, uh, by leaving a review, but also by coming over and checking out teachhoops.com. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Getting, um, Getting close, we actually start workouts on uh, Monday. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. We're just, we're just, it's kind of an open gym in a sense. We're going to do some, you know, drills and get start doing some conditioning and start going over some of our offense and stuff. So we're going to okay. be in a few hours. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I, so I had a couple things I wanted to talk about. Okay. One of them is well we got a half an hour yeah at least yeah my wife's not home i'm sure she'll want to go out to dinner later but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go so how, how what i really am interested in is like i want to try to build a program but it seems like it um we also have to start from you know obviously high school some of the kids i don't know i'm reading this book and I'm sure you're, you so you're building a plane while you're flying it is basically what you're doing. Okay. Yep. Practice. Perfect. Yep. And, and you know, it's like, Hey, we need to practice our free throws. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
why the, the kids, the half of these girls don't even know how to shoot correctly. It's like, right. so we're, we're, we're practicing, we're making their bad shooting technique permanent. Right. And it's like, right. uh, anyway, so I don't know how to change this, but it seems like this has got to start before they get to us. Yes. That, which is true. That's part of building a program is, is, uh, is definitely getting to the youth, um, getting them hooked and getting them excited about basketball, having fun. Um, and what I tell, what I, you can't take calculus until you take algebra. I mean, you right. can, but you won't know it. So that's why, yes, I would hundred percent agree. You're not going to, there's no reason to work on free throws if you haven't worked on the, on the previous skill. Um, but then for them to want to work on that skill, it has to be an enjoyable experience or they won't do it, you know? And, and, and the, the challenge I have with all of that is, yeah, it, it's kind of boring learning, you know, the technique of shooting, maybe dribbling, um, I don't know, math, whatever you said, you know, the struggles are, are tough. The struggles and, are tough. So you have to make it fun to do it. Um, if you look at what was I watching recently, I was looking at, I was looking at like a, one of these like relatively famous TikTokers. The, the kids, I don't even know how old the kid is, but he's probably in his late teens, early twenties. And he's a dancer. He's unbelievably good, but he didn't get really good. He got really good because he spent thousands of hours doing it before we ever even saw him mm -hmm. um, because he enjoyed doing it. It was fun. It wasn't because he was trying to be a TikToker. It was because he liked to dance. Um, so what you need to do is the good basketball players do basketball because it's enjoyable and it's fun. And they put in the time before it becomes a grind. Um, so yes, I would agree, but at some point you had to learn your multiplication tables, right? You had to. <laughs> right. And you um, just basically had whatever note cards and you're like three times three is Right. Nine, you turn over. Yes, got it. Yes, you know. Right. You did that and with your but your that's your how I did it when I was a kid. Right. But your parents <laughs> made it fun because it was flashcards and yay, you got six in a row, blah, blah, blah. So that's where you gotta you gotta think outside the box. And it's the same when when you're dealing with a second grader, how you teach them to dribble is different than you know, you play dribble tag, you play Pac-Man, you do fun things where they're playing a game, right. but right. they're still learning how to dribble. Um right. So that's where I think that yes, and building a program is a is a is a um, a minimum of a seven year build, unless you unless you get okay. really good players. And and I get that. So how does one start with that though? Yep. So so you do it by getting them like so. What we did was we got the little kids. We did we called it Saturday morning program. And I would have them come in on Saturday. Like we never play on Saturday mornings. And if we even if we play on Friday night and Saturday night, we still have, always have Saturday mornings open. So we would bring in the, the younger players from the community and my older players would be the one we, I like to do it on the nights we actually play. <laughs> um, and then we would have like second and third graders coming in and then fourth and fifth. And they come in for an hour and they play some, they learn some skills and my players were the demonstrators. My players were the um, coaches, the teachers. So these little kids looked up to these bigger kids and then we'd invite them to the game that night and say, you could come and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's their rock star. So 
Um, and then I'd let them play. And then we'd have like little two on two, three on three games, especially for the young kids. And we just let them play a little bit and they'd officiate and they'd coach. And it's an hour. It was, you know, very structured, very, you know, but I would sit down and we would have discussions about life is about giving things back. Life is about like to my players. Cause part of it was you're doing this as part of being part of a bigger community, blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot of life lessons for my players. And then, um, and then the little kids loved it because, and the parents loved it because what, you know, they got a seven-year-old at home on a Saturday, what are they doing? So they, in the middle of the winter, so they love that too. And that's mm-hmm. how it slowly gets them excited about playing basketball. You know, where am I going to school? This is fun. Um, all of the things. And it's a great, it's great community service. It's great outreach. Um, you know, the parents are the ones that maybe will bring them back at night. And then as they get older, you do more complicated things, but especially that elementary school age. Um, yeah, we used to call it our Saturday morning program. So um, you do a Saturday morning program for just an hour. Yeah, for, then- no, more than an hour. So I do oh. like, I do kindergarten through maybe second for an hour and then I'd send them home and then 15 minutes later, I would do another hour, um, third through fifth kind of thing. And how, how often, how often did you do that? You did during the season or you do I it did. all? I did. It's during the season. And then we did, and then I'd send, then I'd have breakfast for my guys and then we'd go practice. <laughs> so, okay. So give me an idea of, so we'd start at like eight 30, go eight 30, to 9.30, 9.45 to 10.45. Then I'd have our parents come in and bring breakfast for my guys. Um, so that from 10.45 to 11.30, they'd have a light breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And then we'd practice from 11.30 to 1.30. And how often did you do this? Six to eight times during the season. A couple times a month at minimum. As it got more popular, we did it more. Okay. And trust me, the, the community eats it up. The kids eat it up. You, did you charge a fee for that? I did. And the only reason I charged a fee, and it wasn't very much, it was like eight weeks for like 50 bucks or something. But I charged it because then mom will get them out of bed. <laughs> if it's free, the numbers were worse. This is weird. But the numbers were worse when it was free than when we charged. Yeah. And then I did way. whatever. I don't, I didn't, I don't even know. I mean, half the time it was like, I bought food for the guys or I paid my assistant coaches or it's like, it's not, you're not doing it to make money. Um, you know, maybe I bought my guys travel gear or something like that, uh, whatever, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't a money maker per se. It was more a, um, you know, and there were scholarships and stuff like that for kids. I mean, I never turned a kid away, but, um, the money caused them to it, 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 skin in the game is what it was. Um, yeah. In fact, I had an experience of that with business when doing a networking group. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with BNI. Mm-mm. It's a business networking group okay. and they, they charge a fee for it. And um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to just start my own group and we got it going. And I'm like, Hey, should we be charging a fee? Just skin in the game. And you'd be surprised more people will show up when they're paying 50 bucks a month than if it's just free. It's, it, it's, it's kind of, a, you're, you're thinking, Oh, it's free. Oh, I'll, I'll show up more. It's like, no, because no. you're just like, 
eh, I don't have to go. No. And it's like, think about it, 50 bucks for eight weeks or something. It's five bucks a time or it's not that, but it's like, you yeah, know, whatever. It's, yeah. It's whatever. It's like, you know, so, um, so, uh, I you figure know, 40 it's like bucks. you're almost, whether you want to call it an hour or two, whatever, it's almost like you are, um, babysitting. So a little uh, bit, you know, you're a little bit babysitting, you know, it's like, like I said, you know, it's like eight weeks. So, um, you know, six bucks, six, six plus bucks an hour, whatever. But, but you know what it does? Like mom went, mom went out with dad the night before and got home at like 11 and it was a little tired. And do I get up early? You know, it's, it just gets them moving. Like, yeah, you're, you're right. It's so much, it's skin in the game. It, it does work though. I'm telling so you. So you basically just worked on skills and then you did skills. And then we played fun games. We gave out Gatorades. We gave out candy. We gave out donuts. We gave out fun stuff. You know, we gave out t-shirts. We gave out like, and you do, you, you would do it for, and then the like, last, then we break them up into little teams and then, you know, one of my players would be this coach. One of these players would be this coach. They'd have a five minute practice with their team. And then they'd have a couple of my guys would officiate. Um, mm -hmm. So again, it's sitting down with my guys the first couple of weeks. And it's like, well, here's how you, how, here's how you officiate. Here's how you do this. Remember you got big ears and big eyes watching you, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but they did a really yeah. good job. You know, the great thing about that, though, is that once you start having those people officiate, they kind of like get in like an idea of what it's like when right. they're playing. Right. And for little guys, you don't blow the whistle very much. But, yeah. you know, because there's a lot of traveling and a lot of bad basketball. <laughs> so, um, you know, the other thing is, is that, I, you know, I started listening to this, you, you know, some of the these coaches talk about FIBA and, and how they they do youth sports and. I don't think if I understand it correctly, they don't do five on five basketball. No, you shouldn't do five on five at this age. And I mean, I'd play two on two. That's why I said two on two or three on three. And then we would buy. So for the little guys, they can't get it up to the basket. So we would, there were two things in the, in our field house, we had baskets that would go down to like seven feet. And then yes. we would also have ones that would hook to the front of the rim. We still use them at camp. So they would, hooked to the front of the rim and then they would bring the, a, a new basket down to mm -hmm. about seven feet. Cause they can't get it up at 10 feet, you know, right. at that age level. So we would have these special baskets that would make it slower for them. Um, by, you know, by third or fourth grade, maybe we would, I don't even know. I think in the, early on, we just leave them up for every elementary kid. Um, yeah. And you use probably smaller balls. Like we do. Um, we use the girls. We, we, we make sure the girls aren't practicing so we can borrow their rack. They even have a junior ball, which is a, um, so what, what a boys is junior ball is in between. Yeah. They have a junior ball. that's smaller than the girls ball. Yeah. yeah. It's like 27 yeah. and a half. I think the girls are 28 and a half or 29 and a half, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. I think it's 28 and a half and, and men's is 30, 30 maybe. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the so, junior's 27, I think. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, okay, so that's how, and, and you, and, and and then did you? And so like, that's the it? beginning part. So then you're getting them hooked. So then all of a sudden, now you gotta get now that that's where our youth, our our Spartan youth program came about. Then we want them playing basketball, you know, in the summer. So we'd have basketball camp in the summer. So we get we get another touch point with them, and then we would during uh during the season, you know, or off season or the spring, we would do like a travel team or a competitive team. If they didn't have school teams, I don't know how California works. 
if they have school teams? Well, that's another thing. We have we have a couple organizations in town that that run AAU teams, okay. and a lot of the kids are on that. In fact, this is a challenge we have here. Our arguably our best incoming freshman, her dad runs the youth youth um, AAU. Okay, and you know they whatever they pay a thousand dollars a kid and they go to you know tournaments yeah they go to hawaii so the parents can go to hawaii yeah whatever i know yeah yeah um and it's like it's kind of it's going to be challenged because we want to try to run our own team we want to take our own team as to like aau events during the spring and stuff and that kind of i guess that's some well what i think you do is you team with him and you have him do your team well yeah I know. I'm just saying you got to yeah, devil, you know, rather than devil. I know, you don't we, know. We, we're, we're, we're trying to, cause he's got like all his freshmen, you know, he has all the freshmen cause it's her and right. all her friends. And then it's like, okay, so now some of the girls that are juniors and, and sophomores and seniors, they're like, okay, then, well, we don't have a team too. So it's like, can we put two teams together? Right. And, you know, it, it's like, but he does it as a moneymaker. I'm not necessarily, we're not trying to do it as a moneymaker. We want to take kids just so they get to run our system and right. get comfortable playing with one another. So it's like, anyway, so we got, yeah, we're going to have to try to figure out how to massage this, this thing, but uh, we're, yeah. So we got, it, it's going to be an interesting because we don't want to piss them off and say, well, screw it. I'm going to take my, my daughter to the other school. <laughs> right. You definitely don't. You definitely don't. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Do you okay? So when do you start workouts? We can't. You can't. We have open gyms right now. I had an open gym. Let's say last night. I had an open gym last night, and then okay. Um, well, that's what I'm. That's, that's kind of what ours is. Essentially. Yeah, we have an open. We have open gyms. We've we've had them on and off for the last month, probably. Once. So a week. when you mean you can't have workouts? So how do you? I can't do anything. Your- I sit there and talk to my assistant coaches. So you can just open up the gym and you can't you can't say nothing. Nothing. Till the first okay. day of tryouts. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. Well, yep. every state's a little bit yep. different. No workouts, nothing. I can't do anything with them. Now, our school has like strength and conditioning, so they do some of that with someone else, but that's not right. me. Um, right. and that's for every athlete that wants to do it. Um, right. but no, I can't I can't coach them until the first day of tryouts. And coach them to the first day. Yep, of and then okay. I can't have any contact once the season's over until the last day of school. Really interesting, because a lot of a, a lot of teams out here, it's like they we. Uh, do you know who Alicia Komaki is? Yes, I yes. She coaches yes. at Sierra Canyon. Yes, yes, yes. She's got Juju Watkins. That girl's was like on the gold team that right. just won the gold she's yep. really pretty good anyway she, she i was talking about how she runs her program it's like okay well never mind you guys when she told me she goes well, well we, every, every one of our my my seniors goes d1 like what <laughs> we may get one d1 right she's in a different like, category too they go oh, there yes. to play they go there to play for her yeah yeah yep anyways but she was saying and this is kind of what we do in this area is that we have our season and we end in like beginning of March, middle of March, depending on how far you go. And then like, uh, like the boys coach, he's like, I basically take all the way off through um, spring break. And then I think he picks it back up in, I don't know, mid April and then plays with him for like six weeks until the end of May. 
I think they go to like a AAU tournament in, in Tahoe or something for okay. there's a, a, a good AAU tournament uh, on Memorial Day weekend. And then okay. he takes off for like a couple weeks and then they do like stuff with June. So um, <clears throat> that's kind of like what she says she does, but she doesn't, she doesn't, once basketball's over, they all go to their AAU coaches and then they play on their various different teams. And then she's like, no, we started back up in June and then you're playing with us all of June. You play with the team, you know, they go to tournaments and camps and all kinds of stuff, whatever it is they do. And then they break off again. And then she said she starts in the back out like in September or something. Yeah. So Wisconsin, we basically have June, June tends to be our month. And then after that, um, yeah, we basically take June. June's our month. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, how much is too much for these kids to be playing? I mean, she's also dealing with – so the stats teacher is going to tell you she's dealing with the top two – the percentile is like the 99th percentile. Well, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about, like, for us. Like yeah, I think they need a break. I mean, I don't deal – once my season's over, I give my guys at least a month off before I even deal with them again because they need a break from me. I need a break from them. Yeah. Um, that's kind yeah. of what the boys coach. He goes, I give them I, a month off. You guys go do your – Yeah, and then my guys thing. are off playing AU and all that stuff anyway. So – I just basically say June is, you know, we have, we have our camp. We'll do some stuff in June, July, April, May is your time. June okay, so your time. guys go play for AAU coaches. They do. They go all over. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which is okay. I think that's okay. I like her, I like her model, you know, for, for building a program. I like her model because it's similar to my model. Like June is high school month. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We, we're like, no, AU doesn't really play. AU and, and travel ball and all that stuff doesn't do much. In they can't. There's hands off in June. The NCAA stuff. The college coaches can't do anything in June for the most part. Okay, kind of a dead period. So that's why she uses that month. I think that's a that's a good, it's a good, it's model. A good model. And so, so you think that it's probably if we try to coach in the spring and then do a team stuff, an AAU in the spring and then a team stuff in July or excuse me, June, and then AAU throughout the summer. Let them have, let them have May, let them have most of May, let them have half of April, most of April, probably part of April at least. And then all of July. Yeah. Just let the AAU. July and August, they'll still be playing. So you get them back in September when they come back to school. Yeah, well, these kids are these kids are on the volleyball team and they're playing AAU with their yeah with, with that one dad and they're still they're still they're not going to stop and, and it's like okay well w- at what point is too much I, I don't know I don't know um, okay uh, you know I'm I'm just trying to struggle I struggle with well it'd be nice to have them to be able to teach them some of our plays and our offenses and so on and so forth. But it is, you know what it is, but I'm going to tell you in about 50 some days, I'm going to get guys that have don't know my system at all. I'm going to teach it to them in eight days, nine days. You, the off season stuff, they're not as focused. You can put stuff in, but everyone has high, higher aspirations than, than reality in my opinion <laughs> and so when you do your summer program in june do you separate 
freshman JV and varsity, or do you? Just I did like it this summer because of the pandemic, <clears throat> but normally I do. This this summer you just kind of ran two groups. It was everybody because of the pandemic and people coming out, and I was trying to make up for lost time, and you know we didn't have a season, and um, yes, so I try to I, I try to have a big reach. Well, yeah, and like this last year, we kind of had the same thing. The, the only kids that came out were like freshmen, and it's like, okay, we're not going to have an A team because then it's like, oh, so you guys are already starting these girls out on the varsity. It's right. like, well. Yes and no. I mean, some of them are that. Some of them are that good. Right. I mean, we're we're, we're, in a we're running a talented and gifted <clears throat> program for basketball players. Yeah, I mean that's what you're doing. What and is. if you're if you're good enough, you're going to be in calculus. Like it's the same as school. Right. So <laughs> let's let's go with that. Right. That that thought. So at what point do you say, okay, we're basically cutting all the juniors and all the seniors, and because literally, if if I would say if you count the best players on our kids, our kids in our program, of the top 10, I think all nine or eight of them are freshmen. I mean, I don't think, <clears throat> you, do, I don't think you do that. I think you give them all an opportunity. Um... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, you just wait and see. That's what I tell my guys. It's like, I don't know who's going to make my team. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I have an idea, but it's like, let's go. You show me, you know, you can. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I, so I think it's similar to the school thing. Everyone has an opportunity. Everybody can try. Um, and then let's just see how it falls out. I'm not going to make promises for anybody. Shoot. I've, yeah. I've had NBA guys. I haven't promised them playing time. So it's like, whatever, let's see. And if you're good enough, you'll play. And if you're not, you won't. And if you can't make the team, you won't. It's just, that's just the way it is. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, we're concerned that if we called up too many freshmen, we would have, we decimate our frost team and they would be just horrendous. Yeah. But if they're good enough to play for you, they should play for you. Even if we only have like then seven or eight kids on the freshman team, because we, we took half of them up. I mean, again, Going back to what I said, you're running a talented and gifted program. Mm-hmm. You're not going to tell a kid that has a hundred, you know, has an IQ of 135. They should taking be taking pre-algebra. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to do that to the kid. You're going to put them in the right category. Michael yeah. Phelps is not doing youth swimming when he's growing up. He's doing yeah. competitive U.S. Olympic right. swimming because he's Michael Phelps. Like. I mean, I'm using, I'm exaggerating on both ends, but sure, I, I get it. If you're good enough, you should be where you need to be. And then you know, I figure the other other stuff out later, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Can you play? Well, can, eighth it's, grade, can eighth graders play in the ninth grade team in California? No. Okay. Some states no. they can. Some states they can. Okay. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, these kids could have for, for sure. I right. mean, they're, so, they're actually, pre- 
they're pretty good. You know, it's like, okay, I don't know if I, you know, we have, they're pretty good. I don't know if we got any D1. I mean, that's, that's right. a long so it's way like, to so, so that's why I think you wait and see. And there's a big difference between, between playing AU travel ball and practicing five, six days a week couple hours a day well and they're all playing you know look they they really do have a pretty good nucleus of kids i mean they're arguably the best eight kids in the town right of a hundred thousand and they're all playing together and they're all playing the same age group right but to be honest with you when you go play a bunch of freshmen at this level most of the best freshmen are not on the freshman team they're playing with the other AAU teams that are playing, you know, like with seniors. Right. And so yeah, they're, if you're good. You're not playing. <clears throat> yes. I, yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. So yes, they whoop the crap out of everybody because right, that's no fun either. If they're down there and they're beating everybody 50 to two, that's no good for anybody well, either. They're beating so, some of these teams pretty yeah, badly. So that's why I'm saying, but they won't do that at the varsity level. Trust me. No, they won't. I mean, yeah, they, so although they did beat one of they went down. They went down to the uh, Sacramento area and played against one of our teams that's in our league, and they beat them up by 12 points. Right. But, I mean, again, that's summer. I mean, I, not that yeah. they won't do it, but it's like I get it. Um, and then I realized I'm like, oh, but wait a minute. You guys added another player that's in our section who plays in a, you know, a, a town that's like an hour from us. Right. And she's arguably one of the top three or four players in the section. She's pretty goddamn. She she scored 37 points against us last year, and the whole team only had 41. <laughs> but I okay. mean, they literally the only time they would ever score is when she missed the shot and they got the weak side rebound. I mean, she she's really pretty good. Right. Um, but she's all they have. And then when she plays on a team of other good players, she just, you know, she scores like yeah, I'd say points. move them up. I move them yeah. up, but that'd be me. Um, okay, what else? You know, I, I guess that's just about it. I'm just trying to figure out how to to, to get this. Um, you know, I I, I think you, you got to start putting it on a piece of paper and you got to start mapping it out. Like yeah, like each month, what's our plan and how can we build this? Um, because those little girls were playing basketball before last year, the ones that are going to be freshmen. They've been playing basketball since they're in fourth or fifth grade, probably, if not earlier. Oh, this group has been, yeah. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Grade. so, but, you, but there are other girls just like that out there. They just don't know they're out. You, you got to go find them. Yes. and You got to find uh, the mom and the dad that are excited about it. Would it be it. like a way to go out to our, our local youth? Um, we call it um, – it's called card for Chico area recreation district. And they do, you know, youth sports, all right. different stuff. Right. And what, what I used to do is I used to go run free, free clinics all over the place. <clears throat> I'd go everywhere. Anybody that have me, I'd run a free clinic. And I'd like, because that would just, and it didn't matter. It could be co-ed. I didn't care. Cause I just wanted to get out there. I wanted to get seen. I wanted to like, then, then all of a sudden mom and dads are coming up and saying, Oh, my kid wants to play basketball. What blah, blah, blah. So it's just like, it, it's marketing. It's like marketing for your business. It's the same right. thing. You just basically right. got to market yourself. You got to become so a product. You would do like coaching clinics for, for, or, or for, for programs. AU programs, for elementary schools, for you, for, for um, church leagues, for anybody that would have me, I would yeah. go run a. In clinic. fact, someone just told me that they're looking for somebody to run the local, um, Oh, what's it called? 
head start or something basketball it's like right. anything like the- that anything like that i would go out because all of a sudden you don't know when that one person's going to be there right it's yeah. no different than like i guess basically it's no different than what i do in real estate type right. you just got you go it's knock like on you, doors yep and it, trust me it works and if it's in and this is where it can be free like i will come do this for free like <laughs> Uh, you, you don't have to pay me anything. You can charge things or you can do whatever you want. I will come do this for free. I just mm-hmm. want to help kids become better basketball players. So you tell me when, and I will be there. And then I brought yeah. t-shirts and I brought Gatorades and I brought candy. Well, that's the one thing we cannot do. We cannot do that. You can't. We cannot give gifts. But that's not we- a gift. Is that considered a gift? Giving kid oh. a candy? Oh, are you kidding me? Like there- well, we definitely can't give them anything from our high school. Okay, now, okay. But you can give them a Gatorade. Shoot, they'd rather have a Gatorade than a T-shirt, to be honest with you. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. you can buy can. ice cream for a kid. That's not, we're not breaking any rule by doing that. Not that you would do that, ice cream. But I'm just saying, you can, yeah, give a, you can have a cooler of Gatorade. But yeah, they do have some weird, they, 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 like, we can, we can do working with them like you guys yeah. can't. We can coach, I guess right. you can say it. Um, right. but there are other things that we can not do. do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can see the branding thing. Maybe you can't do that, but you, I mean, you should be in all full gear, like, or your head coach should be in full gear. Like you're basically, I'm marketing myself. Right, right, right. Well, and that's what I was like, cause we had one guy who's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me I can't go to a sixth, seventh and eighth grade game in my PV attire? Nope, 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 nope. And I'm like, wait a minute. And so I went and talked to AD and she's like, okay, he's a little bit over the top. You can go there, but you can't give them like a PV shirt. Right. You, know, you, you, you can't, and you can't go there to say, Hey, we're really excited about having you come play basketball next season at PV. No, right. you can't do that, but you can show up there. Right. And you, you can be seen. Yeah. You can be seen. You just can't. And then, but if you do it's- have, contact with somebody you have to say i had contact with um joanna you right. know johnson yes. you know whatever yep. and then you just write that and then the aed makes note of it. like for example one of our assistant coaches is helping another gal that used to coach with us coach the eighth grade local eighth grade team and i didn't think it was allowed and our assistant principal who's kind of in charge said you you can do it you can just you just got to tell us who you're the kids that are named on the team, we have to say you've had contact with them. Okay. It's like, okay. So it's like, we can have contact. We just have to tell everybody. I mean, it's kind of a gray, gray area. Like for example, the, the local high school, he did a, he invited all the eighth grade kids to his track team. Cause he's, his daughter's in the eighth grade and he does a track and it's like, she goes, well, it's a gray area, but as long as he puts down all the kids' names that he right. has. Right, and it's a little different when it's your kid. There's a little different rules with that. A little it's, bit. it's all it's all weird. It's but, all weird. But that's what but, I would do. I would just go out and try to figure out where I can run a camp, where I can run a clinic, where I can run something. I'm telling you. Yeah, um, and I was thinking about just having an open gym for any kids that want to just come. And the AD told us, it's like, well, you can't. If you go open the gym, have an open gym, you can't say anything. But if you have an open gym where you charge a fee, then it's like they're coming to the morning basketball cl- cl- clinic and you can charge two bucks a day 
can come five days a week, whatever. But that's how you can get around it and you can coach or otherwise you can just go, you can just open it up. And you just, like you said, you just sit there and you talk to your coaches and you talk to the kids and let all the little kids run around and do whatever. Yeah. They're just basically making you circumvent the rules. Basically it's, it's silly. Right. Or I guess probably like you said, Oh, I don't coach any of this stuff. I have the kids coach it. Right. Like, Hey, yeah. why don't you guys do some dribbling drills with the, with the kids? Um, right. But yeah, the younger kids do like look up to the older kids. They do think, a lot. And I think the, the, I remember these girls, it's interesting. These girls that are now coming to our high school, I remember when they were like in fourth or fifth grade and we had this girl, her name is, um, well, Sabrina Tuatelli and she was called peanut, but her brother plays football for the Buffalo bills. Okay. And he, she got a D one scholarship to go to play basketball in Colorado. Okay. So she, a big Samoan girl she's what a sweet kid but all the girls would you know when these girls were all like fourth and fifth graders they would all hang out you know around that team and and, and the irony is is that we have a shot where one of the girls made a last second shot to beat a team in the in the playoffs and all these a lot of these girls are on this team were like in the front row and they're like you know it's pretty cool it's like wait a minute she goes to school here now it's like right. yeah, that was, I know I know, I but like that's how you got to do it. That. That's how you build yeah. a program, though. You got to build that, you know, it's it's like the lingo, but it's like you're building a community and the culture that behind that community. I'm yeah, telling and you. those girls had all been coming to our games for, well, I guess, shoot, so Peanut's a senior this year at Colorado, so when she was a senior, so four years ago. So they were like in fourth or fifth grade, and they were all coming to the games, and now you know, they've been coming to our camps and stuff like that. So we've been doing that. And it it's working, but, but you got to do it more. Yeah, I think it's we got to get like for example, one of the best players in our team, her sister went to the other school. It's like what? How does how how does she go to the school? It's like uh, coach, all her friends are going over there. It's, it has nothing to do with the program. It's just like, I know, but then it, that's why you got to build. That's why you got to build community so they don't want to leave their friends. Like, it's like, I don't want to sell my house because I like the people I live by. Like, I don't want to go to a different school because I don't, who am I going to eat lunch with? You know, kind so, of. So, yeah, if we could get all yeah. the three of those girls would have come to school with us, then she cool. would have been there. And, yeah. So, yeah. anyways, it is, that is what it is. And um, she, she's a pretty good little player. She's pretty guy. Well, boy, oh boy, I wish we had her. <laughs> it's going to be tough going against her. This I know. I, but I always like, I tell my coaches, you gotta, you know, you gotta kick, you gotta, you gotta cook with what's in the kitchen, man. You gotta yeah. cook with what's in the kitchen. Well, it's going to be an interesting year. I hope our rival school lost this six foot girl. That was really pretty good. <laughs> we beat them last year at their place, but, and she had five big turnovers, just traveling and double and whatever, just, but when push comes to shove, she, she, she's, she's big and she's strong and she can shoot jump, turn around jump shots and she gets rebounds and it's, you know, our girls are, we, we don't have any height. So right. we're going to have to just hopefully can run, 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 man. Run, but we, run, we heard that her family was moving to Texas because her dad got a job transfer and stuff. Well, who knows if it's, you never know, but whatever, it'll be fun. So, all right. Well, um, all right. yeah, I guess that's all I got for today. Really? Okay. But yeah. Keep reading cool. those books. Those are great books. Those are oh, great books. Gosh. I, I know, but I get this stuff in my mind. I'm like, we're doing everything wrong. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, no one does everything right is what I would tell you. Just, you know, yeah. um, it's baby steps. Like, yeah. yeah. It's baby steps. All right. We'll go have. All right. I will. I will. Yeah. See you later, coach. Bye.
All right. Good night. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, like I say. Um, tell your friends. That would be a good thing. Yeah, sell it. share this on social media. And then also go over and check out teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.